slept the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, on WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Art Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as our best this is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of Familiar Carol. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All righty. It's 10 minutes past 10, hour number three of the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here, along with uh, my friend Neltza Cox, who owns Nut and Fuquay Verena, and my other friend, Rufus Edmonston, who's a former Attorney General and Secretary of State in North Carolina and uh, former Deputy Chief Counsel in the Senate Watergate Committee, and that's coming up 50 years this year. What what event is... It'll be... Uh... On June the 17th will be the 50th anniversary of the Watergate break-in. Oh, and we're year. looking to partner with Senator Richard Burr and have a big gathering of all the Watergate folks in the Senate caucus room where Investigators. The, the hearing came from. We want people there like John Dean and Woodward and Bernstein and sure. Connie yeah. Chung and Leslie Stahl. Oh, wow. And uh, I, I just hope things will calm down with this COVID before we can... So we can get going on that because it, there, there are not many of us left anymore. That's right. There really yeah. aren't. Um, Do okay. I have personal privilege to make a plea to our audience here 
Yeah, sure, sure, go ahead. We, we have a problem now. Uh, the it's Wake, always something. The Wake County Chitlin Club, which has met for years and years and years at... Uh, which was started two, by uh, Governor Carr Scott. By Governor Carr Scott and, and carried on down through the years. And it's been a permanent home at Toot and Tail in Garner for quite some time. But we have the sad news that the Toot and Tail has been bought and going to be turned into some sort of a, a cocktail lounge in which... Uh-huh. I think the building will probably burn itself never down. Never had a, a Chitlin, so, uh, Chitlin cocktail. Would, would, would never, that ever. It's sad. It, it's very sad, and, <laughs> yeah. and we cannot let this tradition go. I'm on the lookout for some nice, uh, it doesn't have to be all that nice. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you just uh, can accommodate a bunch of well, rowdy I, old I men. I think you need to hook up with Miss Joyce and Fuquay Verena. If Miss Joyce can do it, if she got Chitlin, what we she want, can, trust me, <laughs> what we want is a, play, a, a place that will open up on Sunday night for us. Sunday nights, all right. And we will have from anywhere from seventy-five to hundred people there. Yeah. And we will serve Chitlins and have a little ceremony, but we want something else to eat with it too. And we pay well. And that's right. I I think that uh, if if Miss Joyce can do it. That'd be wonderful, and anybody else out there that knows the Chitlin cooking place, please let me know at 919-829-1988. That's the law office number, and Cheryl will be glad Poor to Cheryl. tell me that Tell me that there's somebody there with the Chitlin Cheryl news. Cheryl is the expediter. Yes. Now, Brother Mike here is a member of the Wake County Chitlin Club, right. too. Proud member. Along with a lot of judges and lawyers and other famous people like Mike, and and yeah, uh, the truth. and he, he even eats chitlins. Yeah, and I've we've it's never good. we've never talked that much on this program. We've a lot of, a lot about liver mush, but now chitlins I can. Well, I can maybe eat. we could incorporate that into the buffet. A little that, liver mush. A little liver mush pate. Maybe so. That would probably suit a lot of our. You know members. what they say? Everything sits great on a Ritz. <laughs> Well, that, that's true. It does. We, could, we could have it uh, does. have that have a little cheese, a little liver mush, and some Ritz crackers. Well, Delsa, may I implore you to speak I, to Miss Joyce about will, about I my will, problem? I will. I will check with her about your problem. And this is just for June seventeenth. No, no, no. This this the, uh, no, this stand, is in January. This, this is in January. In, in January. Okay. Like the uh, last week of January. The the week okay. the week before the the uh, Super Bowl always. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. And so on a Sunday night, we want, and people will go to church beforehand. They'll, they'll go. They'll, they'll have to. They'll, they'll, they'll be at church that day on, on Sunday morning, I promise you. Yeah, these, so, are, these are very distinguished people, and they're not rowdy. No, hmm. they're not rowdy. They're a couple, couple maybe a little off-color jokes that but, go on. But, but we, have, we have security. We, we got Big John. We got Big John <laughs> and uh, KW Fatleg. Uh, is part of my entourage too, and uh, uh, yeah, and we have a, a lot of folks there. I I used to be called the Ayatollah, but we we dropped that name. He's the great one, and it's now the great one, and it's an hour of obedience to me. And we initiate people into the Chitlin Club. It's not that bad. Uh, you survive. No. And the more chitlins you eat, the healthier you get. It's a lot easier than a fraternity <laughs> initiation, I'll tell you that. And I, I know you're thinking, uh, well, are women excluded? 
No, I just haven't found one yet that would, would desire would to, even go, want to be, go, in there, go in there. Except for Cheryl. Much less cook them. Cheryl, Cheryl has to be there. Yeah. Rufus's people have to be there. So Nelson's on the hunt for me. She's debutized. I'm, I will check with Miss Joyce. And, and any other gentle listener out there that can help with this problem, <laughs> I can check with please Ed, let me know. With Ed's in Anger and Miss Joyce's in Fuquay. Now we're getting a little far away in Andrew there well. for the, the Raleigh crowd. <laughs> okay. But they, right. they could do Fuquay. So you thinking that's January 15th or something? Or that's somewhere later, around there. Later than that. It's usually the last week, isn't it? Yeah. Last week of January? Okay. Yeah. Last Sunday of January? Oh, Sundays. Yeah. I got you. Uh, yeah. I'll check with Miss Joyce. Okay. So that's my plea for the day. All right. Well, that's <coughs> certainly worthwhile. Yeah. That, uh, that, hey, that's for the betterment of mankind. <laughs> hey, Nelson, we haven't even talked about all these pretty plants that you put on Facebook uh, this morning. And, uh, I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. you've just made a mess of the table. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, You're welcome. what you've done. So uh, why don't why don't we start with okay we can with the wygelia. So this is a a beautiful beautiful um, great variated good variation good variegation uh, wygelia. It's called my Monet. Um, green centers, uh, very wavy uh, cream margins. A uh, little bit of cast of pink with the cooler weather, the tips beautiful. Uh, What's that? I understand that Wygelia is a a plant used back in colonial days. It's an old plant. Is that true? It is a very old plant. I have one that I love the blooms. It's consistent. Uh, Everybody ought to have. I called it Wygelia, but you you say the proper name, Wygelia. I'm good either way. It's a wonderful plant to have. It's a great plant. Um, Again, this particular one, my Monet, variegated, uh, very striking um, does it have a flower this color? It does. So Mike is so pointing to a, a dinner plate hibiscus called Head Over Heels, um, which is a very uh, deep pink um, fuchsia color. And that is the color of that Wygelia's flower also, which is typically blooming uh, spring, uh, May. So uh, the, the hibiscus has burgundy foliage, uh, beautiful large flower. They're, they're stunning this time of year. Um, <clears throat> a couple of butterfly bushes. I That's brought. what I was smelling. That, be- that butterfly bush mm-hmm. really has a fragrance. Great fragrance. Yeah. So that one is Miss Molly. Um, we also have one of the Pugster series, which usually have very, very long blooms. Uh, this one is um, a Pugster. Did blue. you Did you smell that? Mm-hmm. Smell that, Lucy? Yep. Yeah. Um, nice. Also brought in one of our uh, local plants. Um, this is the Ralston's Hardy Viburnum. Um, I have spoken of that several times uh, on this show. It uh, is a, a pretty compact, low-growing plant. Uh, can do full sun, can do half a day shade, sun. Uh, profusely flowers, like or, you know, six to eight months out of the year. Um, just a really cute, pretty plant. Small leaf, like a little small holly. Is that the hardiest of the viburnums, or I wouldn't say it's the hardiest. Tennis viburnum it, used to be used a lot. Tinus, yeah, I mean, tinus. yeah, I mean, there's so many uh, viburnums. <clears throat> there but, are. Uh, this is just one with very small leaves, whereas yeah. most of the viburnums have a little bit larger leaf. Or, as we know, many of them can be deciduous and have the big pom-pom blooms. Uh, the viburnum macrocephalum. I always like to use the Creedmoor Road when you're heading out of. Uh, 
uh, Crabtree Valley Mall towards uh, yeah, Roxburgh. Yeah, there are a lot of different mined, plants yeah, planted there. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good one. Uh, let's see. Lucy and I were talking about the Vitex, uh, which is flowering now. Many mine on the farm flowered in June. Yeah. Um, this particular one is is heavily in flower now. Great oh, I didn't realize they flowered now. Uh, obviously, it is flowering, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't realize. Could have been. It was just you know pruned at the nursery. These are some that came in this past yeah. week. We have three gallons, oh, okay. seven gallons, but they have a, a unique smell. Um, my my mother used to tell me, and this is when I was at NC State. In horticulture, back in the, you know, we'll say whatever, 80s. Dark ages. Yeah, thank you. Um, that Vitex was used in textiles. I did Google that a little bit ago, and it is. It's used in, um, like, some subflooring or sub-weaving material. It, it, I think it takes on moisture, but it was also discovered that it is a great mosquito repellent. So now I think they're using that in meshes. Uh, to help repel mosquitoes. But you have to rub it on your skin. Well, if you're trying to, like any any plant, citrus, citronella, citronella plants, any plant that you're using as a deterrent for mosquito, I mean, you do need to bruise the leaves to get that aroma out there. Right. Um, yes, I think rubbing the oils on your skin is what what works best. Um, so anyway, Vitex, beautiful purple. They do come in white, pink. Um, I've got a podocarpus here, Pringles. I saw that this morning at 6.30. The new growth is flushing. It almost looks like it has a white growth, um, but great texture. This is actually a conifer, but you've got about an inch and a half, two-inch long needles, beautiful, hardy, tough. Um, Bluebeard, which is a caryopteris, looks a little bit like a butterfly bush. Yeah. That's flowering this time of year. Um, I want to talk about this... Um, Dystelium, this is one called Cinnamon Girl. Um, the dystelliums have become very, very popular over the last uh, three years, two, three years, um, as kind of new shrubbery or foundation. There's Some are vertical, some are very uh, prostrate, uh, wide, uh, fluffy, but very durable, hardy, thick-leaf plant. Um, it does tend to flower like in January, February, but you don't notice it because it's little teeny red flowers on the stems. It's a pretty plant. It will give you texture to your landscape. Um, we, I have a crepe myrtle. I meant to stop and get a purple one, but I have a purple one with burgundy foliage. This is a, a fuchsia color with burgundy. They are very striking. They're they a little pretty. bit smaller yeah, I think, varieties. Yeah, this one's going to get like 12 to 15 foot in height. Yeah. Um, and I've got some Elysium, uh, which we all know or smell. Anise. Anise, yep. Uh, red ones, white ones, really pretty. And then this is the lemon lace, uh, uh, gosh, I want to call it Sambucus. Um, what is Elderberry. Elderberry. So this is an elderberry here. It almost has that uh, cut Mar leaf. Marijuana uh, looking. No, cut leaf, <laughs> uh, cut leaf maple look. It does have a little I bit mean, of I mean, the leaves that. do, mm -hmm. yeah. But, uh, no, it didn't look like marijuana to me. Hmm. I mean, I've only seen pictures. All right. Well, let me smell it now, I'll tell you. <laughs> That's right, Rufus. It, it, Rufus has busted enough people. That it kind of <laughs> looks like an Aurelia. But, I mean, so this is a golden form of the elderberry. Uh, we were supposed to have the dark burgundy one coming as well, but apparently, I don't know if pest or right. something got to it. But uh, those came out of Greensboro, the, that elderberry. 
uh, which is my hometown. But uh, there we go to Wyatt again. Uh, there you go. Yeah, uh, he, a lot of people are into um, sipping on elderberry. It's a, 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 I guess the the liquid, the oils are supposed to be healthy, beneficial. Hmm. Um, cure colds and this, yeah. that, and the other. But I, I see signs everywhere. There's even one on 64 on the right. I, I can't remember if it's pasture farm, but it, there's like a little sign that says elderberry. Anyway, um, so that's just a collection of some of the things that I clipped early this morning. In a um, frenzy. In a frenzy. <laughs> the way I live my She's life. She's got a lot of stuff over there. But um, there's some great stuff coming in, and I really encourage our listeners to uh, try to make it out to, you know, your local garden centers right. and just see what's out there. Great time to plant. Great time to plant. Um, just fun people, um, you know, supporting local businesses and local growers. And, um, you know, if you if you tend to be in the Fuquay area today, plan on lunch. Um, lobster dog trucks coming today. Um, you're welcome to look at our garden hut facebook or instagram or even our website um it has our list of uh, food trucks and i I tend to say all right where are the food trucks and where's the closest garden center (laughs) because i like to do them hand in hand so uh but anyway sounds like a lot of fun and you're going to be having a lot of food trucks out there this fall yes we do we have um several lined up um we've got a korean food truck a meatball food truck um I think oink and moo, uh, you know, pork, uh, beef, I mean, just all kinds of trucks. Was that the br- brisket guy that was out mm-hmm. there? Like, yeah, that was yeah. really good. Yeah, and uh, we'll have Mr. A's beignets. Um, we'll have a cupcake, which I'm not a sweet tooth person, but I can't pass up a Mr. A's beignets, nor could I pass up um, the cupcake cupcake uh, truck that we had come in. Just amazing. A cupcake truck, huh? A cupcake truck. Sounds good. Hey, Ann is with us. Ann, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. This call is for Nelsa and for Ruth, yeah. if he's ever transplanted one. I know he has one. I have a dinner plate size hibiscus. This is my first year that it bloomed. I bought it last fall. I'm going to have to move it. I know it's too early. I, In fact, I got a beautiful bloom this morning. When I move it, is Will the root ball have grown that large now? It has doubled in size since I got it. Will, does it does it put out a huge amount of roots? Will I? How far out am I going to have to dig so I don't kill the roots? So I would basically say if it if it's twenty four inches across, um, try to dig the width of the canopy um, and get as much of the root ball as you can, um, and make sure that. You know, before you transplant it, uh, you water it in real well and then go ahead and root prune around it and then get it moved and and put it in some good fluffy soil. I wouldn't wait too terribly late. Like, I'd almost rather you do it now. Um, Yeah, I'd almost rather you do it now to get it. uh, it'll it'll, It'll cause you a little more work, but doing it now... Um, to get it acclimated so that it will start setting some roots down versus waiting for it to yeah. start going dormant and it's just not going to put on as much root growth. Most plants I wouldn't say that about, but this one, um, you know, go ahead, water it in well, dig it, and move it. Can can it deal with four hours of sunshine? I've got some that, that don't get quite that much. 
They, they, they won't bloom quite as well, but it, okay. it'll do, yeah. It will with four hours. Thank you both very much. Wouldn't you yeah. say that, Mel? It'll do, I won't mean, it? I would prefer five or six, but, uh-huh. uh, you know, it depends on that four hours, if it's intense sun, not just early morning sun. or It's filtered um, in and out with it, the trees above with some leaves. Yeah. So it's in well, and out. Well, <clears throat> the thing is, it's a young plant. Um, yeah. You've enjoyed it this year. You need to move it. Um, if you move it to an area, you'll see how it does next year. It's not going to die. You're not going to kill it. Okay. You okay. just don't want to root rot it. So if it doesn't perform, you know, next season like you'd want, well, then we'll move it again. What kind? Just of sort of like a great myrtle. It's hard to kill them. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, good. That's what I thought from what good good winter drainage is is the main thing. Make sure they it's don't. It's going to be on off. a hill. It will drain. Yes. Good. It's going to be on a hill. Um, do I dare use, or is it too strong that uh, black house? No, that's perfectly fine. It doesn't fine. have a lot of nitrogen in it. Yeah, so yeah that's okay. perfectly fine. Yeah. Thank you very much, everybody. Your show is just awesome. Thank you so much, Ann, for being a part of it. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Yes, ma'am. We'll talk to you later. Please call us again. We're at Bell's Carpets and Floors, Industrial Drive in Raleigh with the WPTF Weekend Gardener. We'll talk to Fred uh, coming up after the news. Uh, Rufus, you, what we were talking about with Ann was... was not a um, Rose of Sharon, was it? No. Oh, no. This is just the uh, perennialized, beautiful hibiscus. Yeah. And, in fact, John at the Farmer's Market gave us gave some for our listeners beautiful. last yeah, he was so couple of weeks ago. Uh, for, for doing that. But I find them to be very hardy. If, uh, it, now, Nelson mentioned a moment ago that, Long before they bloom, you're going to have all these insects eat the soup out of them. So do something about that. We'll uh, we'll talk more about that coming up here on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener. We're going to talk with uh, Fred Gaines coming up here on WPTF, 919-860-9783. Nelson, can you tell us, can you put us to work and tell us some things that we need to be doing in the landscape right now? Absolutely. Um, So, you know, we have been pretty dry and hot. Um, So certainly if you have any new plantings, even your summer annuals, perennials, uh, give them a little drink, give them a little water, um, tidy them up, clean them up. And, um, you know, if, if you don't have something blooming in your yard now, maybe you need to add some fall perennials or fall shrubbery that gives you that extra little bang to carry you into winter. Um, now is a good time to make observations for that. If you're thinking about uh, refreshing your lawn, anything like that, um, now's the time to start thinking about, um, you know, thatching, uh, corating, uh, seeding, and again, we're dry, so we need the water, we need the rain, um, but just, you know, looking for key areas in your garden that maybe have done well, haven't done well. Um, another thing is, you know, if you're like me, most most of your summer vegetables have kind of gone wayside. Now's the perfect time to start thinking about uh, lettuce and broccoli and cabbage and your cool season um, vegetables and, and getting those in the ground. And, uh, you know, just enjoying what we have the, the left of the rest of this year. 
which are lots of fall great plant colors as well as uh, going into winter. There uh, is a great time to plant, too, as we're, as we're getting more into the fall. September is a good time. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you're getting uh, darker in the morning and and darker earlier in the evening, so we're, we're getting shorter daylight. Um, we're, we're dropping our humidity. We're getting cooler night temperatures. The ground is very warm, which is very conducive for uh, root growth. Again, we just need to supplement with water. But fall is ideal. I mean, you're good. September, October, November, December, you are good to plant. Yeah, certainly are. And that includes the lawn for, for fescue. You mm -hmm. can uh, break up, uh, kill the weeds, and then break up the soil well, not just aerating, but uh, tilling the soil, adding organic matter, and uh, you know, maybe a little fertilizer. But uh, you can plant seed mm -hmm. now, or you can uh, make it easy on yourself and put out sod, fescue sod, and this is really the, the best time to do that. And if you have a, an established fescue lawn, this is uh, one of the times it's recommended to fertilize, but you certainly want to find something that uh, is low in nitrogen, like a 16.48 is what the extension service recommends. And if you uh, also, if you have an established lawn, uh, aerate now, and you can you can supplement uh, some, some bare patches with, you know, break those areas up so the yep. seed can make contact with the soil and uh, don't try to do that with any of the warm season grasses there they'll be starting to go dormant at some True. some point now so don't don't fertilize uh, i think is the recommendation for uh, from the extension service for warm season but the fescues you can certainly do that yep. uh, anything right. else we should be doing uh, brother rufus I, I want to add one thing to what nelson said about having some fall color one plant I love is tall flocks. You can get three blooms a year if you head it back once, once this bloom has died down in all spring, summer, and fall. Tall flocks is a yeah. great perennial to put out. Yeah, and, uh, you know, pansies for the fall, but uh, probably October is the best time. Is that when you recommend planting them now? Yeah, we, we've had the opportunity to get uh, violas and pansies in, and I, I've just passed. Um, I think we're still a little too warm, and uh, the ground is dry, so I yeah. think October is your better time. Same thing, we'll have cabbage and kale. And the bottom line is, I mean, just as Rufus, we started the show, or before we started the show, uh, he was asking about some of his beautiful uh, begonias and what was the other one you had impatience impatience yeah. and i'm like no don't pull them up they look great give them a little water but they look great they're full they're at their peak um it's the perfect plant to ride out uh, the rest of september and yeah. even part of october and then start the process anything we should be doing in the vegetable garden well, I mean, certainly. I mean, I, I don't want to see uh, tomatoes that have gone wayside and you leave them and it creates more disease. So get those pulled up. Make sure your squash and zucchini. Get all of that pulled up. Get that garden area cleaned up. If you need to refresh your soil, do that. Um, it is, like I say, time to start thinking about putting in um, uh, broccoli and cabbage. And, uh, you know, and, and now's a good time, too. Go ahead and have your soil tested. Get your garden soil tested. Um, it's better now than to wait till, uh, you know, February, March when, when the farmers are consuming that service. So right. uh, get your soils tested. And um, it is so easy and rewarding to grow some cabbage and some kale. 
and some broccoli. Yeah, grow that kale, Rufus. Uh, cauliflower, and uh, you know, I will say with with cabbage and and uh, broccoli, you you are gonna have to spray with like a thuricide, which is organic or uh-huh. natural bacteria. Right. Um, you're just gonna have to do that once every seven days for the first three to five weeks, and then you're good. You will produce an amazing. Uh, head of broccoli or cabbage, typically around Thanksgiving right up through the first of the year. Very good. Very good. Fred, did you get all of that? Did you soak all of that in? Yeah. Turn uh, turn the mic on, I guess. There we go. We got it now. You you got all of that. So, uh, Fred, uh, you you have uh, one of your longtime salespeople here and some customers, and and, uh, I I noticed that Many people, I'm sure just about everybody that comes in, will take samples and put them on the floor and and kind of compare colors and shades oh, yeah. and things yeah. and textures. Yeah, so they put them on the floor, of course, and also they can check them out, take them home, you know, see what they look like. We all, uh, Several of our manufacturers also have uh, kind of a neat little tool where you can take a picture of your room and upload it to your computer and then you can go to the various websites like Karistan or Mohawk and look at that carpet in your actual room. And then you can compare other carpets too you might be considering. So it's it's very useful. And then we also have a service where we could actually have swatch samples sent directly to your home. So uh, you actually, literally we, we had a customer that uh, found what she wanted on the website uh, used the room view feature and ordered some samples and never set foot in our store. <laughs> That's uh, amazing. Technology is yeah, amazing. So, yeah. um, but we certainly in- encourage people to come in and you know and experience our showroom because there's such a huge selection of products today to choose from. And then, as you say, along with the expert help of our salespeople, we can guide you in the best direction. <clears throat> And of course, right now, you know, Labor Day weekend. One thing I want to clear up for people: we the the sale is on now, and we'll actually go through almost the end of September because we have to have time to measure, uh, do estimates, quotes, follow up, all that. But the big news, which you I'm sure you haven't heard before, prices are going up. We already know that October 1st, uh, we're having uh, basically an industry-wide price increase because of the shortage of raw materials, uh, the demand uh, for you know certain chemicals. Uh, you may have remembered the uh, fire they had in Texas back in the winter. Uh, that's one of the component chemicals for almost all synthetic products. Uh, in one form or another, and they're still only operating about a third of their capacity. So manufacturers have had no choice but to raise prices. Uh, also, we're having uh, some problems with uh, deliveries due to lack of trucking, <laughs> uh, lack right. of uh, work at the, the port. Yeah, work at the ports. So uh, if you're thinking about you know doing your home, uh, you know this would be a great time to you know, come in and talk to us and get lined up, you know, not only take advantage of our sale with a discount price, but beat the price increase because it's not something, you know, we have no choice in the matter. Our prices are going up. Everybody else's prices are going up. 
Uh, so, you know, take advantage of this store-wide sale. Any type of flooring you need, uh, carpet, hardwood, waterproof floors, uh, luxury vinyl floors, uh, area rugs, cushion, uh, our remnants, which is a great way to do a room uh, or an area rug. Uh, all this is on sale, and the prices will be good until I think it's September 27th. You have a lot of colors here, yeah. but beige seems to still be the most well, popular. Well, no, color, uh, we're seeing changes in the color palettes. Not as, not quite as much gray, of course, people want, is gray ever going to go away or anything? No, it's not. It's a great neutral. Uh, but we're seeing uh, newer, uh, actually, uh, greens, blues uh, coming more in the color lines. Uh, and certainly the natural colors, be they beige or off-white or whatever, are still probably the strongest family of color, uh, along with the gray tones. So, uh, and again, that's the advantage of coming into our showroom because you, you we have samples and that you get to see uh, a wider selection. So a lot of times people come in and they see something, they said, you know, I never realized uh, that I might like something like that because they're used to their old carpet. Sure, yeah, a lot of different textures. Let me do a testimonial for Fred here. A couple of years ago, we uh, called upon Fred's shop here to do our stairs. And with my dirty gardening feet, it, it's, it took a lot of wear. But you just, as Fred said, take, take a sponge, wipe it off, and there you go. And there they are. Yeah. And they were there very quickly, clean, uh, out and gone. And a good job. Well, Highly recommend yeah. carpeting on stairs yeah. or oh yeah, whatever. Well, I we just had a customer in, and um, their dog will not go up and down the stairs. Rufus's dog yeah. was the same way. Right. Dastard's the same way. Yeah. So that because of they the dog has slipped, and of course also people you know even of course at my age I worry about slipping on the stairs. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, Young young families with babies, you know, slipping on stairs. So safety, uh, as well as stairs, have become a place where people enjoy decorating, because in most homes it's the first thing you see. So this idea of having something different on the stairs, that uh, you know, kind of sets a statement for your home, uh, and uh, that's where our beautiful different designs and patterns and colors come into place. And of course, um, you. Uh, <clears throat> you you took the traditional look, look with the Karistan runner for your stairs, yeah. uh, and uh, you know so we can pretty much fill whatever people want to uh, you know change the carpet or put new carpet on their stairs. Really holds up. Yeah, it's hard to have repeat customers because you <laughs> you sell such good stuff. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we, we move from house to house sometimes. Well, that helps. And, and we have friends and, and relatives. Sure. Well, and the way this market is growing, yeah. you know, we've got new customers come in uh, or people that are uh, changing, either downsizing or they're getting their home, uh, you know, ready to sell. Or just uh, get tired of what they got. Yeah, or, they or they've just bought, you know, they've just uh, purchased a new home and they, they want to change the, the flooring that's in there. So uh, it's a great time for people to take advantage of uh, these wonderful prices and the wonderful products we have. And wonderful people here at Bell. Yeah. Thank you for having uh, us thanks. out again, All once right. again. Thanks, uh, Mike. We yes, appreciate sir. it. Yes, sir. Okay. Fred Gaines, owner of uh, Bell's Carpet and Floors Industrial Drive in Raleigh. You know, heat is tough on everything. It's uh, 
tough on us, tough on our cars. Your battery gets weaker and weaker because of the heat under the hood there. And, uh, you know, you, you may end up uh, in, in, in the, you know, the dead of winter with a dead battery. But it all started with that, that heat. So get your battery checked at King's Auto Service in Raleigh. They've been around a long time, some of the smartest people I know. And your AC has got to continue working, not just in summer. Through the entire year, you've got to keep running it, uh, whether it's with a defroster or, or uh, just, just making sure that your air conditioning keeps running a, uh, you know, a little while each week to keep it uh, lubricated properly. But they can check that, make sure it's all sealed up properly. And during that check, the technicians at King's, in addition to your AC, will evaluate the engine cooling system. That includes the hoses and belts, and of course the tires. For those of you currently uh, driving a, some type of hybrid vehicle, they're so popular, they have certified hybrid technicians at King's. They're ready to diagnose and give you available options for a high-voltage battery pack replacement for less than the dealer will charge for a replacement. This usually occurs around 150,000 miles. Call King's today to schedule a courtesy battery analysis. King's Auto Service and King's Correct Lube. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. Go over there, check them out. Uh, Dean Bailey is is one of the nicest and most knowledgeable people. He is one smart cookie. Uh, go meet him and his uh, all his great mechanics over there at King's Auto Service in downtown Raleigh. 1052, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. We're at Bell's Carpets and Floors, Industrial Drive in Raleigh. It's 2828 Industrial Drive right behind Costco. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Wow, we're running out of time here, 1056. And, Nelson, you're going to be uh, having uh, you got a shindig going on out there. Uh, in fact, as we speak, the, the lobster, uh, lobster roll truck is already set up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine the parking lot starting to smell good. I bet it is. And you got uh, 20% off of trees. Trees and shrubs and is shrubs. our Founders Day uh, sale. So we, in this particular location, uh, we're right at 16 years and uh, I guess 19 years overall. Almost 20 coming up, first of the year. So uh, lots of great plants that are coming in. Um Hey, it's it's beautiful weather. It's a gorgeous day to, to get out, go to a park, go to the farmer's market, go to a garden center, uh, come eat a lobster dog. So just a, it's, a, it's a great day. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, be safe, most of all. Have you had a lobster dog before? I have. We have had right, them before. So yes. what do you put on a lobster dog? you got to have some condiments. So there's a couple styles, I guess. Um, Mustard, chili, slaw, and onion. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is not the Rufus dog. That is not the Rufus dog. So there is one style that does a little bit of mayonnaise. So I don't know if you want to call it like a lobster salad. 
we know I don't do that one. I do the one that is uh, just a nice toasty bun with uh, lots of drawn hot warm butter over this luscious fat lobster meat. It's so good. Hmm. So it's not chopped up as as a hunk. It is. Yeah, it is a. Yeah, it is like. It's a hunk <laughs> of lobster, Rupert. Uh, I had it. It is. I mean, I, I don't want to say it's like tube steak, but <laughs> you can you can put uh, slaw chili and onions on it if you want. Rupert. You could. She definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely you, you could. Because he probably doesn't. I have, have to that. whoop your tail, but you know, <laughs> oh, God. it is so good. I am telling you, it is worth. And then there's little, um, you know, uh, salads and uh, where if you don't want the bread, but it it is just outstanding. It you have anything for dessert? We do uh, crab cupcakes. No, I'm not sure what the dessert is, but there are some desserts. So the the beignet guy is not out there. Today. The beignet guy is uh, not there t- today. No. Okay. Yeah. By the way, Joe the bouncer and his Mrs. Bouncer are at are at home in Virginia. Well, good morning, and to they, both of you. Yeah, We're good morning. Glad to hear from you. Joe and Susan. And we they, haven't heard from you lately. They said they they showed me a picture of of what he called the Rose of Rufus. <laughs> Rosa Sharon is 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 blooming up a storm, huh? Yeah, he is that a is that a white with a, a, a purple white, center? Yeah, white with a. I don't know what the center is, but that's what it would yeah. be. Well, that's good. I hope they're well. We hope to see them soon. Oh yes. Yeah, whenever they get down here. All right. Well, brother Rufus, thank you. As always, we'll see you next week at uh, the auto show. Wake County uh, New Car Dealers Association is putting on. Normally, it's at the fairgrounds, but they're at the convention center this year. So that's going to be a big deal. And uh, I think we're going to be outside, so hopefully it won't rain. Uh, at any rate, we'll be there. And uh, uh, Miss Ann, I guess, will be back with us by then. I don't know how long she's going to be at the beach. And uh, let's see, uh, Phil Campbell will join us Wonderful. for that. And Nelson, thank you so much Absolutely. for being with us. Are you going to pass me on I forty in about? What, no, no, four no, no, hours? no, no, no. I'm going home. I'm going home. You going to the beach? Yep. Oh no, I, I'm, not going, I'm not going there, to so. the beach. Yep. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Jason. We'll see you next week. Thanks to Bells.